0: Avast, you scurvy dogs, and set sail for Stasis Pod, the Robots in Disguise podcast. I be
1: Rob.
2: I be Jen.
1: I am David, and we are the Pirates of Dark Water.
0: <laughs> our, our flag means podcast. <laughs>
1: yes. So, so, so are, are we going to be doing a Cornwall accent for the rest of this episode? Uh, is, it, is it Cornwall or... Uh, a yeah, Cornish accent, yeah, because
0: that's... that's Cornish. The, the guy who played Long John Silver in that 50s movie had that accent. And that just became yeah, a pirate accent. It. Yep. It's just oh.
2: pirate accent now. That's just how it is. Because it's weird and foreign. <laughs> oh, perhaps we could be
0: using my somewhat subdued German accent. <laughs> Oh, uh, I will just be something like Werner Herzog for the remainder of the episode.
1: Werner Herzog is a fun accent to do, and you will talk about the little penguins wandering off into the ice <laughs> to die in silence because they have depression. And and uh, no, I, I I will stay in Werner Herzog too long. It's Relatable long
2: penguins.
0: You must you must never listen to this episode. <laughs>
2: Uh, wait did I actually see that I one? would was like it? to see the baby <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: uh, that one. was delightful. Uh, this uh this this week we are getting totally Christian with pretzel logic, oh, yeah, and let yes. me tell you, these pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> Uh,
1: yeah, this is, this is an odd episode. This is a very odd episode, but, but it's a good episode. Yes. Yeah. It's one of the few episodes i really remembered of this show. I mean, it's very distinctive in... Yeah. Yeah,
0: since we don't get a lot of non-essential humans on this show.
2: No. Not that, like, show up for more than five minutes to be part of, like, Thunderhoof's weird cryptid cults, or... Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because we so, haven't seen uh we haven't seen the football buddies lately. We have
0: not. I don't well, we definitely haven't no. seen them this half season. I think we were gonna see them next season. Okay. Yeah, so I don't
2: think we really saw them much last season. Yeah. No.
0: So yeah, this is uh this first aired september fourth, twenty sixteen, and uh written by uh Will Friedel. That name seems familiar. Best known as the Voice of Bumblebee. Oh, yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's cool.
0: Uh, you know, he was also, you know, he was on Boy Meets World and, and Batman Beyond hmm. and uh, uh, that, that new-ish Thundercats. I say new-ish, oh, it was like 10 years ago. He was Lion-O. Oh, I
1: don't know. I mostly just remember him, well, other than this show, from Batman Beyond.
0: Terry, get out of there. Hmm. <laughs> I believe oh, this oh, might be his Olympian. first writing credit. Possibly.
2: Aww. Oh,
0: it, he it, just it, it,
2: had an idea for an episode, and they were like, well, go for it, buddy.
0: Oh, Surprisingly, it is not. He, uh, he wrote uh, two episodes of Thundercats.
2: Oh,
0: uh-huh. Uh, one episode of Girl Meets World, which was the sequel series to Boy Meets oh. World that he was on.
2: Oh, that's cool. Uh, two
0: episodes of Teen Titans Go. Oh. And then he will also write uh, another episode of Robots in Disguise. Nice. So, you know, good, good for you, Wilfred. He'll pick up two checks from this one.
2: Yeah. And He's not and, even uh, in this one much.
0: No. No, he's... Well, I, uh, you, know, it's, it's like when, uh, you know, it's like when... You uh, know, it's like when Gillian Anderson directs an episode of X-Files, and then Scully's not really in it that
1: much. Well, directing is yeah, different, well, but, but writing... It's actually really cool yeah, that I he know. made Bumblebee such a minor footnote in this episode. It's a Grimlock episode. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Good so, for him.
0: Uh, so, so we open, and everybody's in a Zoom meeting.
2: <laughs> yes. yes. Strong arm, you're on mute.
0: Uh, Grimlock, you let the cat filter on.
2: <laughs> what? Where's the cat?
0: His, his worst nightmare.
1: Oh, wow, yeah. If, the, if this was written now, there would be a lot more gags in the Zoom meeting part. <laughs>
0: So, you know, everybody's, you know, everybody's sort of scattered around the world looking for artifacts uh, and and or the scavengers, and Grimlock is apparently on his own somewhere in ambiguously
1: central Europe.
2: Yeah, I, guess, I guess for those who have played World of Warcraft, this place has some very serious Alterac Valley vibes. I was thinking Bavaria, I was just thinking I was right, yeah
0: I'm guessing it's like yeah yeah we're, we're talking like Germany or Austria or yeah. something with I don't uh,
2: understand real
1: locations, <laughs> sorry well I was thinking Bavaria because pretzel
2: yes, <laughs> that's a good point, but yeah, uh Bumblebee mentions how they need to find like all the locations that there have been. Cybertronian activity and stronger. Haven't there been hundreds of those, sir? <laughs> like, that's what I was thinking. Was like Cybertronians could not leave this planet alone. Yes, and they've got a lot of places to look.
0: But of course, a bunch of them have got multiple things to do. But Grimlock, he's just got this one thing. Because, as Vulku Bro- very char- very uh, charitably says. Uh, Grimlock, you've really been blowing it. Really.
2: <laughs> it's being so hard on Grimlock in this episode.
0: And then he gets so mad that he hot. punches a hole through this castle wall, and then that creates an avalanche, yeah. and that unearths a cave with a spooky glow inside it.
1: Yes, a spooky purple glow. Yes.
0: And it also uh, alerts apparently the only inhabitant of this monastery,
1: uh, Brother Gunter. Well, the only one who ever sees so, so I'm going to...
2: I'm going to present a theory here. My is he theory is... all the other monks? <laughs> no. No. My theory is that he's a ghost. I kind of... If Grimlock was
1: the only one that saw him, yes, I would go with that idea, but I don't think so. But he he, he is sort of very... Nope, I'm like, convinced that he's a ghost. ...quietly haunting this deserted castle. Uh, quietly haunting it and making pretzels, apparently.
2: Mm. Yes. Ah, uh, That's what I want to do with my life. When I die, I mean,
0: I mean, I absolutely feel like pretzels now, unfortunately.
2: Haunt a castle and make bre- pretzels.
0: Oh,
1: yeah. now I want to the- oh, shoot! I think I got pretzels in the freezer. Hmm. Or I could try to make them from scratch, but they'd be more complicated.
2: I have a tortoise shell on my shoulder.
1: <laughs>
0: anyway, he is—he's uh, voiced by Danny Jacobs, who's maybe most prominently King Julian in that Penguins of Madagascar. Okay.
2: Uh huh.
0: I do, I do not believe he's actually German, but this accent's pretty good.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's vaguely Eastern European enough that it's like, eh, hey, it could be German.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's more specifically German than like a, like a Bella Lugosi <laughs> kind of accent. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. Well,
1: well, Bella's Romanian, right?
0: Uh, Hungarian. You must be double jointed, and you must be Hungarian. Oh. <laughs>
2: Just, you know, Central European. Hmm. Vaguely yeah. Central European.
0: And remember, I know I'm a one-eighth Transylvanian. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, so he goes inside, and Brother Gunter, very undisturbed by the fact that he's just met a giant robot dinosaur.
1: Yeah, Yeah.
0: pretty chill with it. Initially, I thought we were going to do a thing where he's blind.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: But that does not appear to be the case, and also they'd be ripping that off from gargoyles.
2: Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was not going to be one of those. That is definitely a trope. Yes.
1: Well, because it's a trope because Frankenstein. But yeah,
0: also, I, I think you'd fine. have trouble, even if you were blind, not noticing that your new friend is 20 <laughs> feet tall <laughs> and, and made of metal. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And a robot. <laughs> yeah.
2: The, the, you know, clanking when he walks might be a, a giveaway. <sighs>
0: I mean, Helen Keller could probably tell you that he was a robot <laughs>
2: yes
0: <laughs> anyway so you know he sort of explains his problems to, this, uh, to this, this monk and he's like well you know you must learn patience and you must learn patience by making pretzels
2: I think Chris is, but I want to learn patience right now
0: patience? Quickly. That, that is a fantastic line it's <laughs> so good And meanwhile, ahoy, mateys. <gasps> Yarr! As it is now time for the, for the Decepticata this year episode, and that is Thermador. Yay! Who is a reuse of the Bisque model with a new head, and with Jim Cummings doing, doing an extremely pirate
2: voice. Yep.
1: So <laughs> yes. lightly over the top.
2: Just imagine Jim Cummings doing an over-the-top pirate voice, and there you go. You're there. I mean, he's,
0: he must have played a pirate before in something.
2: Probably in like a dozen different Disney things. Was he in Pirates of Dark Water?
0: Ooh, I, I want to say yes. I mean, I guess he's played. He, he he plays Pete. I feel that Pete has been a pirate at some point. Like like oh. Goofy's enemy, Pete.
1: Did he start out as a pirate? Oh, Isn't there? Wasn't he in like one of the Mickey cartoons originally? Oh,
0: oh, like Steamboat I don't think Steamboat Willie. I mean, I don't think you have steamboats and pirates at the same time.
1: I, oh,
2: maybe I don't know. It feel. I mean, he did so much like Darkwing Duck stuff that the voice definitely feels like mm-hmm. a pirate themed Darkwing Duck villain or something.
0: Oh my God, he's got so much. His, his IMDb page is <laughs> enormous. It's like he's Frank Welker or
2: something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the next best thing.
0: All the way down to Pirates of Dark Water.
1: Oh, yeah, I, I went straight to Pirates of Dark Water and I'm, I'm not seeing him. Oh, Conk was Tim Curry? I forgot that. The the, the littlest guy was Tim Curry. Oh, I've, n-
0: I've never seen a second of Pirates of Dark Water.
1: Well, I guess we're putting that on the list. <laughs> oh, according to this, he played three
0: <laughs> characters on Pirates of Dark Water.
1: Oh, well what? I guess Ios Jargis, Ios. and Scorian. Did I scroll too fast? Oh, he wasn't. He was Hector Alizondo originally, and later Jim Cummings. Okay, that's what threw me off. I was remembering. So, are those guys of pirates? Uh, was everyone on that show a pirate? Yes, everyone's okay. a pirate. Everything happens on the ocean.
2: Speaking of things that I only watched because they were on, uh, Cartoon Network in the early 90s, uh, Pirates of Darkwater, also the Hanna-Barbera Godzilla cartoon.
0: Oh, and he was also, uh, Don Carnage on,
2: uh, oh, Don Carnage. There
0: we go. Oh, Carnage. And he
1: was like an air pirate. Yeah, it was more like yes. a Spanish pirate, I guess. But yeah, yeah. That, that's piratey uh, talk.
2: This and, is uh, he's, a less flamboyant Don Carnage.
1: Yes.
0: I mean he I mean he's just doing like your your very standard but very, you know, very good uh pirate voice. Yes. yes. And uh he again part of the Minicon, in this case it is shot hmm. who is a triceratops who turns into a gun, and is of course <laughs> voiced by cousin Oliver himself, <laughs> uh Robbie Wrist. Yes.
2: And also,
0: yes, moving us inexorably closer to the to the day when uh, Jen makes us do an episode of kid video.
2: Oh, my birthday's in September. Okay. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) To hook you up with some music from my record that I bought from Israel.
0: So stay tuned. We will be going from your video to your radio, or from your radio (laughs) to your video.
2: It's radio, it's video to radio. Okay then. It's video to radio. You would think it would be in the other direction, honestly, but.
1: Yes. Kid video killed the kid radio star.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Also, he is an adorable tiny dinosaur. He's just this adorable little Triceratops. Like, not even, like, an anthropomorphized triceratops. He's just a little triceratops. And I love him.
0: (laughs) He's also very sort of ill-tempered. Yeah, he's cranky.
2: Yeah, he's a little cranky.
0: Yeah, so he, he heads into this cave. And meanwhile, you know, Bumblebee radios in, you know tries to find out what's going on with Grimlock, and, you know, Grimlock's busy, because he's making pretzels with Brother Gunter, to which Bubbly has no idea what he's talking about.
1: Yeah, wait, (laughs) when did this turn into a cooking anime? (laughs) You know,
2: right now.
0: And, uh, yeah, uh, turns out he's real bad at making pretzels.
2: (laughs) Well, to
1: be fair, he has giant claws, so... Well, I think he's trying to make giant pretzels. That doesn't explain
0: how one of his set caught on fire.
2: But he wants no. to learn patience right now.
0: He doesn't even have, like, fire breath, like a Dinobot or anything. He just somehow spontaneously set this on fire.
1: Well, admittedly, <laughs> not in a closed space and, and enough flower dust in a contained environment and a spark could start a fire. That's
2: a good point. Flower dust is extremely flammable.
0: This is true. And, you know, Guthrie's trying to tell me, you know, you know my, my first pretzel was not perfect. My second pretzel was not perfect. My, my hundredth pretzel was not perfect. I think this guy might have Nightcrawler somewhere in his attic.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I did think hmm. about uh, how there was, like, the only time that Nightcrawler showed up in the 90s cartoon, he was a priest, like, in some random place. And so well, I did, think it was, did kind of a- remind me of this.
1: He was, like,
0: hiding in some, uh...
2: Like a, a monastery? A
0: monastery or something. I think, like, the, monk, the monks were taking care of him and keeping it a secret. But it, it... And that episode also, like, weirdly... I this episode does not really get into Christianity, but... Not really.
1: Yeah. There's no crosses in it, but we have a monk with a tonsure shaved head, which apparently was outlawed by the Pope in 1972... Was it so he, outlawed, or know? did
2: they just stop making them do it?
1: Well, no, there, there was a papal order that monks aren't supposed to do that unless you get some special dispensation to do it anyway. The, most monks stop doing that, except for in some weird locations. Which, again,
2: no, no. he's a ghost. <laughs>
0: or, I mean, he's apparently the only one here who's going to tell him to get, to get his hair cut.
2: Yeah. yeah. Or stop cutting his hair.
0: Alternately, he just has real weird male pattern baldness.
2: Yeah. Maybe that's it.
1: Or, wait, are, are we sure he's even a monk? Maybe he's just left... Like, when they were filming The Name of the Rose, they hired <laughs> a lot of actors, shaved their heads, and when everybody left after the movie was done, he just stayed there
0: I am. I'm, and
1: started making pretzels.
0: I, I'm really hoping that the Christian that the Slater comes back one day. Well,
1: well, better that Maybe Ron Perlman will come visit
0: I would would also accept uh, The F. Murray Abraham
1: Yes Oh, isn't F. Murray Abraham (laughs) Despite being a good actor Isn't he an asshole? Is he? I mean, he he... He always
0: plays jerks I don't know if he's actually one in person
1: I think at least he was supposed to be an asshole On the, the, the filming of Name of the Rose Oh, okay like like he he just won an award or he yeah, just that, lost an award or some shit right before that he was full. Of that himself. was I
0: think right after he won the Oscar for Amadeus.
1: Okay, maybe that's why. And they say <laughs> he had a puffed ego right there. And right? they say and it's then, sort then Sean of, Connery was there. Yeah, they, well, they
0: say that it's sort of the curse of F. Murray Abraham. It, <laughs> it's sort of the archetypal guy of a guy who like won the Best Supporting Actor Oscar and you know he's done fine, mm-hmm. but there aren't a lot of F. Murray Abraham. Are there are a couple of movies that star F. Murray Abraham.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Like, uh, although, hey, he was, uh, I liked him a lot as, uh, Khonshu on Moon Knight.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah, he's great, is that? Konshu. So good. You, well, okay, so maybe he was just an asshole on the set of one movie. <laughs> this is possible. A long time ago. And it just happens to be one of the movies I've seen and have a DVD of and listen to the commentary track.
0: It's, it's, it's that and uh, Star Trek Insurrection, right?
1: <laughs> oh, oh, I've they, seen that movie. I don't have a DVD of that. He's,
0: the, he's the king of the uh, evil facelift aliens. Yeah, the Molchinians.
1: The,
2: the oh, my <laughs> goodness, little girl. Falling off the uh, Anyway, where were we? Oh,
0: okay, okay, so, uh, so yeah, he's making pretzels, and meanwhile, uh, stuff is going in in the catacombs. Which you know, catacombs of the monastery. I usually assume it's you know, it's uh, ghosts or possibly the blind dead. Hmm. Uh, but or no, the skeletons
1: are getting uppity.
0: Yeah, instead, no uh, robot pirate lobster.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I guess the blind dead are the blind dead
2: zombies or skeletons. Also, at Can one we... point he mentions the sargassoid sea.
0: Yes, the sargassoid sea, and also he says like. Triceratops is trying to sort of call the shots here, and he's like, I, right, for this mission, I be the captain and ye be the mate.
1: <laughs> I, I, sw- I know, in some other Transformers, there's been a reference to something that was the Sargasso but spelled different.
0: <laughs> that feels sure like something they mentioned like Season 3 of Generation 1.
2: Yeah. yeah that does have some big Season 3 energy.
0: Mm hmm. Uh, and, of course, I'm also thinking about Venture Brothers episode, where they're in the, the Sargasso scene. Yes. Also with a fake
1: pirate. I love that one. Ooh, so good. I need to watch some Venture Brothers. I forgot that
0: one. Stuck in here with nothing to eat but sargassum, which, in case you tried it, never tastes like anything but hot sargassum. <laughs> <laughs> and that is basically the voice that Cummings is doing here.
2: Yes.
0: Um.
1: Oh the 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 ground control of the major tom episode, okay. Yes, yes. Okie okay, dokie.
2: Oh, the really opening. It. Oh my god. Just the first time I watched that I, mean, I <laughs> realized what they were doing.
1: I, I oh think I'm God. cracking out the DVDs later.
0: Yeah. I really like that this episode has a, has a villainous pirate, previous episode villainous cowboy.
2: Yes. Yeah. Hopefully
0: the next one will have, I don't know, like a ninja. I or, was thinking uh, samurai,
2: yeah. Or ninja.
0: Well, I guess we've already got a good samurai.
2: Yeah, but that just means well, yeah, what the so whole episode have a, is
1: a ninja. about though. ninja Yeah,
2: Yeah. have a ninja. Or, ooh,
1: what other cliche is it? But, I
0: mean, I guess samurai versus ninja is like a, a classic rivalry, right?
1: Yeah. Well, it's almost as classic as Gunfighter versus Samurai,
0: to a degree. (laughs) I mean, basically, it's it's the Autobots versus your Halloween costume, age eight.
1: Mm.
2: Sorry, I'm taking pictures of this kitten on my laptop. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) She's just making herself comfy on the thing that I put to cover the keyboard, so that they could walk on it without hitting all the keys.
0: So, apparently Thermidor, he's one of the scavengers, but he's specifically here because somehow Clawtrap won his ship
2: from him? Yeah, he is is plotting a reverse mutiny here.
0: I mean, I guess guess it was like a a Lando hand
1: thing. Okay, I, I knew he lost his ship but I didn't... Okay, in a gambling match, actually makes way more sense.
0: And of course, it is part of the classic crab-lobster rivalry. (laughs) Yes. Yes.
2: As has been spoken of... Forever the enemies of the sea. As has been spoken of in legend.
0: Yes.
1: But eventually, everything becomes crab. Deliver unto crab the spaceship. (laughs)
0: So, but so he's going to take this artifact that is going to let him take back his ship, and uh, so Grimlock busts in here. Even though Gunter's told him that you know the catacombs are unstable, and sure enough, the ceiling falls on them all.
2: Is the ceiling made of skulls? The ceiling should be made of skulls.
0: Sadly, Mm -hmm. no. We are not in France.
2: Aww. Just
0: stalactites, mice. Fuck. are on. Stalactites are on top. St- stalagmites are on the the ground, mm-hmm. or sorry, stalactites and stalagmites.
1: Oh,
0: right, there's the difference?
1: Damn you, Latin! <laughs>
0: Probably. So uh, so Gunter does manage to like drop a uh, a, a bookcase on him,
1: hmm. but that just slows Thermidor down a little bit,
0: and, and the Thermidor just, just straight up tells Triceratops that listen, turn to a gun, and I will shoot this this monk. At one point, he does get, like, smacked, but then he, he like, sort of sails up into an attic, but it, there's there's a voiceover line, it, it is okay, I have I have fallen into the flower.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, catches is. him and then throws him up into this attic loft, and, and yeah, off screen, Duke's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it would be one we, thing if we uh, didn't see
0: him for the rest of the episode, we'd hmm. be like, oh yeah, he definitely died there.
2: We evacuated the city.
0: <laughs> yes.
2: That was a big Dragon Ball dub one. Yes. They would let you know. They would reassure everyone that they had evacuated the city that was now being destroyed by Cell um, or whoever. Well, of cor-
1: no, when they got to the Cell Saga they could not avoid it. That guy was sucking live people.
2: Yeah. <laughs> also but, of,
1: I- but of
0: course but of course nobody actually died. They were just sent to the next dimension.
2: Yes. I think by the time they got to the cell stuff, they had kind of given up. <laughs> There's yeah. just piles of clothes. It's really just the early stuff that they ha- did mm-hmm. the whole, like, Home for Infinite Losers thing. And by the time they okay. only had to appeal to the Cartoon Network censors, they were like, okay. okay.
0: I, I love the Home for Infinite
2: Losers. It's great, I mean, though. Yes. It's, it, so it's great. A,
0: it's, it's an exceptionally clever way to get around censorship.
2: It is. Yeah. And it's also, I like that the the,
0: the demons in charge of it were apparent were uh, pterosaur and scorpion, <laughs> yeah.
1: doing homs <ponds> and frogs. <laughs> yeah. Although yeah. the guy playing the, the one guy
0: just kind of sounds like pterosaur, as he kind of always sounds like pterosaur, mm. <laughs> even when he's uh, taunting Jesus on the cross. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what?
0: If God like were truly old- your
2: father. <laughs> call on him now to release you.
0: Yeah, there's there's like this old animated Bible story thing and it's got like the Vancouver voice actors huh? and uh Doug Brown I want to say. No, Doug Ooh, Brown
2: that, was uh no. Scorpionock.
0: Or that's or is or that Don Brown?
2: Don Brown is Scorpionock. Okay. Man, this T- is sad. Pterosaur
0: is Doug something cuz Yes. Uh, Any group of Canadian men would include at least one man named Doug.
2: (laughs) I am very, the kittens are taking all of my, like, mental sub-processes right now, so I I cannot remember things. Doug Parker.
0: Doug Parker, yes. And Doug Parker plays, like, a a guy who is taunting Jesus on the cross, and he just sounds exactly like pterosaur. It's amazing.
1: I, it sounds great, to be
0: honest. I, I think the is sound clip ju- is up is on... Is
2: he Judas?
1: I
0: don't know, because
2: I don't think but Judas... Ta- that. I
0: mean, that'd be too obvious. No, he'd be a Roman yeah. or, or
1: something.
2: But yes, this is something that our, our friend David Willis had on VHS in yes. like the the late 90s, early 2000s, and it just straight up was him doing his pterosaur voice, taunting Jesus on the cross. <laughs> It was pretty amazing.
0: Uh, so, uh, so yeah, he gets this uh, this this artifact. It's an energy gauntlet that gives him like a big purple. And I like that it's not a fist; it's like a, just a big lobster claw. claw.
1: Yeah,
2: yes. Because he I does, guess it, it I molds itself claws... to your fist. Well, I think he re- doesn't. He refer to it as a claw. I mean, I, I guess mean, that's I
0: just he... because what he calls his, thats what he calls his hands. They're collided by claws. It would...
2: Be irrelevant because if he's giving it to a crab, then he's gonna have a claw too. So it's gonna be a claw regardless. But
0: or or he could just call him the Clamps.
2: (laughs) It is really cool that it's just a giant energy claw, though.
0: Clamp this, clamp that, butter clip, butter clip. (laughs) Uh, I I love clamps. Greasing up my whoozits.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so so you know the TB gets there. Uh, Trisher Trisher shot tries to get he tries to do the uh, controlling thing with Grimlock, but it doesn't work.
2: Yeah, and it it doesn't like completely not work, but it doesn't like Grimlock is like I could hear you talking in my head. So yes. there, it's it's. Like almost, but not quite working. He's not completely uh, immune.
0: I mean, maybe this is another Dinobot thing.
2: Maybe it is because I was definitely really thinking that they should be buddies. <laughs> because alternately, they're dinosaurs.
0: Alternately, it's like that uh, the girl who loved Glide where he tries to like use a mind control device on her, but it doesn't work on her because she's uh, too much of a dope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so let's let's go with the Dinobot theory. For a <laughs> it's fine.
2: They should be yeah. Dino friends.
1: Hmm.
0: Anyway, Ther- you know Thermidor books it with Triceratops and Bumblebee is again reminding Grimlock. I remind you, the name of the show: is Robots in Disguise. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, Bumblebee is like Robots in Disguise, Grimlock. Robots in disguise
1: yeah because Gunther wanders out and it's like oh hello fellow robots what oh yeah well, hello Grim- you must Grimlock, Grimlock be is... the
2: robot friends of my robot friend. Yes,
0: Gr- you know Grimlock insists that you know you can you can trust him and bumpy's oh you know how how, how can we be so sure that we can trust him cut to gunther uh illuminated by a beam of heavenly <laughs> illumination as a an angelic choir sings. And it, it it's a little more meta than this show usually gets, a little goofier, yeah. but I got a I got a big laugh
1: out of it. it it's, it's a good visual gag. It's like, yeah, yeah, okay, that'll do.
2: I'm still voting for him being a ghost. But yeah. I'm uh, just, after being thrown up, maybe he's dead They're now not going a to go into the actual <laughs> religion aspect of things, but, but yes.
0: I mean, does this mean that in the Transformers universe, uh, in addition to Primus, God also exists?
2: I mean, maybe.
1: Well, again, we don't see any crosses. And we all know Jesus is just an
2: allegory
1: from Optimus Prime anyway. <laughs> I,
2: I do really like Bumblebee's yeah, okay. <laughs> and like, which means this beam
0: out? of light and the angelic are indeed diegetic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And, and as they depart, Grimlock, uh, you know, he, Gunter gives one last piece of advice. You know, never think of the pretzels you have baked. Just think of the next one you plan to bake.
2: Yes. Wise. He's a wise man. For, for an old Catholic monk, th- this
1: guy very much has, like, the Tao of pretzel philosophy.
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, that you leave this guy alone in there with his pretzels, he, uh, you know, he kind of has just developed his own thing.
2: Yeah, mm. he's he's just got his own take on everything. He's got you his know, own worldview going on.
0: We probably should have excommunicated him years ago, but damn if those aren't good pretzels. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Can't argue with the pretzels.
0: And now I feel like a <laughs>
2: oh.
1: More tea.
0: So anyway, so the Autobots are now on. You know, he's he's driving down the mountain with hilariously Triceratops just riding on him.
2: Yeah,
1: it, it's cute when Mini comes to
0: <laughs> Just
2: that. standing on, he's just a car with a little dinosaur on top. Yes.
0: and of course he can't ground bridging because claw, uh, the ground bridge on Clawtrap ship is broken.
1: Oh yes, it, and the signal's breaking up. It's like, is he doing that on purpose? Is
2: that a gag? <laughs> I mean, these two obviously aren't getting along too well, so entirely possible.
0: So we have a pretty cool car chase here.
2: Yes. Uh, Yes, but it it raises a few questions,
1: like why nobody transforms back into robot mode after they get run off the road in the car accidents.
0: I mean, I guess they hit something hard enough that maybe they're kind of winded.
1: Yeah, okay. And also,
0: I mean, I guess once you've transformed... And you transform back, you you he's you're already way too behind, so there's no point in trying to catch up to him.
1: No, uh, yeah, but it's like the, the, the normally transform to robot mode and smack your hand on the ground that you lost or something.
0: Yeah, because he he does he takes a drift to crash into a point like I I am unharmed. Yes. Yeah, and side swipe and Strongarm. You know they decided you know they're not going to fight for once. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh god, the meta humor of this, and then oh, they, they end so up slamming
0: into each other, and then just say, uh, okay, well, maybe we should just go back to fighting." Yep, <laughs> go the I Lord. like, yeah.
2: I like how sideswipe was like, "Does this mean we're growing up?" But <laughs> then, no, they smack into each other. It's like, yeah, stay with what works.
0: It's a, this is a very funny episode.
1: A, it yes, Will Friedel writes a good episode. <laughs> he does.
2: Yeah.
0: So, uh, so finally it is, uh, it is now B, who's the only one there, and, but, Clothra has beat or uh, Thermidor has beaten him to a ski lift. And he's all, oh hey, you know, you, you gonna get me? Well, look, I'm gonna slice this ski lift down.
2: I'm gonna endanger some humans. Yep. Good old fashioned Decepticon antics, endangering yep. the humans.
0: And we cut a commercial after this and the sky looks different, so it's possible they've been there for, like,
1: hours. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Just standing around. It looks like it's sunset when they're, uh... It's the magic hour.
2: Hmm. It's Michael Bay. Michael Mm -hmm. Bay was involved. It's always sunset. Well, It it takes
1: Grimlock a while to get down the mountain. Quickly going slowly. Or whatever he's saying about Something.
0: Yeah. So 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 B eventually just goes for him. He gets knocked out, and the Thermidor decides. Well, he's gonna knock. He's gonna. He's gonna cut down this ski lift anyway, and Tristar shot, and that's a throw of this. <laughs> no. Yeah. And somebody else is watching them. That is Shade Lock.
2: He looks <laughs> okay. like he reminds me for all the world of uh, Grimlock, or not Grim, of Dinobot two. Yes. Mm, like Transmetal two Dinobot.
0: And apparently he's got he got the
2: eye thing. It's the eye thing.
0: Yeah, apparently he's a modified version of the uh, Decepticon miners from Prime.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah,
1: he's Viacon ish shaped. Yes,
0: and he is voiced by. Uh, we got a bit of a uh, Robot to Disguise Volume One reunion because this is Kirk Thornton, who was uh, Doctor Onishi. Uh huh. Yeah. And he's all. He's also a guy who's in a ton of anime.
2: So much anime.
0: Uh, he was Gabumon on Digimon.
2: Also, as I recall, Dr. Onishi just spent, like, most of the series being kidnapped.
0: Yes. <laughs> well, I think he was, like, captured by Megatron, or by Megatron, and then he was in his captivity for most of the show.
2: Yes, like, most of the series, which I guess is why Koji was, you know, in in the custody of the Autobots versus having an actual human parent.
0: And apparently he, uh, according to his wiki page, he got into voice acting through Tom Weiner, who also worked on Robots in Disguise, huh. uh, when he ran into him at the Dry Cleaners. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, how do you break into voice acting, meet the right people at the Dry Cleaners?
0: Well, as apparently they had both uh, worked together at the Oregon Shakespeare Festival.
2: Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. Do a Shakespeare Festival.
0: Oh, nice. And Shadelock is not one of the scavengers, though. He's working he's working for somebody else who he talks to.
2: <gasps> Who's that
1: voice? In a slightly uh, familiar voice that is not revealed right now.
0: No, but we can tell you it's Steve Bloom.
2: Dun dun dun.
0: So you know, they have a they have a big fight. Uh you know, eventually Grimlock. Uh, Grimlock loses. He's knocked down by this gauntlet. Thermidor, and I have not mentioned yet that Thermidor, uh, much like Bisque, also has a hilarious food-based name. <laughs> well,
2: yes, yes, that's obvious. <laughs> I love that both of the lobsters have names that are just about eating lobsters.
1: Yes. We, we were waiting for the third member of the trio, Seafood Louie, but... <laughs> <that> never
2: <happened. laughs> this never showed up.
1: It's, it's if only green... there
2: had been a Jim Sorensen... Uh, like additional guidebook.
0: Oh, yeah, this is my cousin Booya Bay's.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Poor lobsters.
0: But uh, Triceratops just gets in his way enough to trip him up, and then that gives Grimlock time to recover, and then he remembers his patience, and then he kind of twists Thermidor
1: like a pretzel. <gasps>
2: And he says, you want it to be a pretzel.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes, he, he Dinobot Judo flips him. Yes. <laughs> After calling him whole, a bad lobster.
2: The whole thing about how he... <laughs> yes, he's a bad lobster. You want it to be a pretzel. Because the whole thing is that the dough wants to be a pretzel. The dough mm. wants to be a pretzel. You want mm. it to be a pretzel.
0: Ooh, now I'm thinking about lobster pretzels.
1: Ooh. Mm. Oh, that sounds fancy. Yes, it is. I have had it. Do not recommend, actually. Aww. So, is it
0: like a pretzel with like lobster dust, <coughs> or like it's like a soft pretzel with like lobster
1: meat sort of baked into it? No, it's like lobster meat just sort of spread on top of it. Okay. It, it, well, well, the pretzel ended up overcooked, admittedly. But uh,
0: I mean, I, I'm on a diet, so all disgusting foodstuffs sound delicious to me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, I should probably be on a diet, but no, I did. Or at least this this lobster pretzel did not work out good. <laughs> I mean that definitely sounds like something you like some sort of like wacky stadium food. Yeah, it probably would have been better at a stadium, but no, I got it at my local grocery <laughs> store. It was like, oh, you know, like, yeah, okay, like okay. a Wegman's. This sounds like a Wegman's it is very thing. much. It was exactly Wegman's, but I saw it for like a month. It's like they have lobster pretzels, lobster pretzels. One time I got it, not getting that again. <laughs> Or maybe they just had bad lobster. Oh oh yeah, maybe the seafood was bad. I think I got sick after yeah.
0: that. Yeah, I'm gonna, gonna settle in with a lobster pretzel and overpriced beer, and I'm gonna watch the Orioles. <laughs> anyway, so they find they the the scavengers do get this ground bridge working. They yoink uh, Thermidor and uh Triceror shot through, but they don't get the gauntlet.
2: Yep. It clatters to the ground.
0: Yes, I, I like it, it's just claw traps, like claws reaching out and pulling him in. Yes. <laughs> yes,
1: not even sticking his face through, just his arms through the portal. Well,
0: Clamping I mean, I guess that's on. how his, like, body sort of works.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Again, I'm sure he probably still walks sideways the way that Clampdown did, even if he doesn't have the ridiculous googly eye.
0: <laughs> I, I really do love, like, the weird diversity of yes. just, uh, yeah. bodies on this. Like
2: yes, this. it's so good.
0: Like sometimes a guy's just a crab. Mm-hmm.
2: There's that mini-con from the last episode who's just a bird. Yes. There's a mini-con in this episode who's just a triceratops. Also, Robbie Wrist.
0: Yes. And so, you know, Grimlock, you know, everybody's very impressed with Grimlock, and he's explaining how he uh, you know, he learned patience from Gunter, and they should learn it as well.
2: Yeah. You guys.
0: And, and then it, it seems that Autobots are just generally real bad at learning how to make pretzels. Uh,
2: apparently. <laughs> Bumblebee puts down, just puts the dough on the counter and then drops the bowl of flour on top of it. <laughs> Which Grimlock like, oh, also did. It maybe too. I did that backwards. It's weird that they it, both did it. It turns out that people who, can't
0: eat, who don't eat are bad at cooking.
1: I yeah, yeah, I guess that might be why. they
2: don't really understand the concept of food so much. Mm.
0: Uh, so, yeah, that, uh, that is the episode. I, I really like this one. It's, uh, I mean, it does move the plot along. It's got a fun villain, and uh, the the Grimlock and this monk are a really fun duo.
1: Yes.
2: Yeah. And good good jokes in this episode. Yes. Yes. I still hold to my assertion that he is a ghost, uh, but <laughs> apart from that, uh, yeah, good episode, very enjoyable, lots of fun, lots of good one-liners and jokes, and pirate, and he's a lobster, and there was some crab, Bunch and of there's good dino, and he's Robbie Wrist, ah. and yeah, it was good. It was a good episode. <laughs> Jim Cummings just doing Jim Cummings pirate voice. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> It's just got to be like on his demo reel at this point.
0: I mean, uh, if you're Jim Cummings, do you even send in a demo reel, or is it just get me Jim Cummings?
2: <laughs> that's at this point, yeah, that's probably the case.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, Tigger, get me Tigger.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, he, yeah, he, he is a guy who is in absolutely everything. I mean,
2: so many things.
0: I mean, you know, the guy could probably get by on, like, Disney work alone. I think he's in that new uh Rescue Rangers movie. Yes. Actually, yes, so, yes we, we discussed that on a previous episode. He is reprising the role of Monterey Jack. Yes.
1: Or, no, sorry, no. he's
0: not reprising the role of Monterey Jack. Right. he got an actual Australian. Yeah. But he <laughs> is somebody in it. Yeah.
1: Is he uh, zipper, I think he's maybe?
2: Like, no, zipper is definitely Zipper's some stunt Dennis cast. Dennis
0: Haysbert, I think. Uh, yes. Uh, you know, from the Allstate commercials. And he was president on 24? Sure.
2: He's like the guy that you get when maybe you don't have the budget for Idris Elba or Morgan Freeman, but you want that kind of voice.
0: Or specifically, he's the guy you get when Michael Clark Duncan has died.
2: <laughs> yeah. Because he
0: took over his role in that second Sin City.
2: Oh, Okay.
0: But anyway, I'm sure that what like one of the cameo characters in that Rescue Rangers movie is somebody is like a Jim Cummings character.
2: He's I know he's got a he was like yeah I know he was in there like as like a maybe one of the Darkwing Duck villains or something.
0: That would make sense.
2: Though also, Darkwing Duck is in it at the end. No, there's way more of Ugly Sonic than I expected. <laughs> Right,
0: voiced by Tim Robinson, am I remembering that correctly?
2: I think so, yeah. It's incredible. Oh my goodness, what's going on over there? An antics occurring.
0: Alright, so I believe that now brings us to David's Tokusetsu Corner.
2: Yes, this week on Ghost
1: Sentai, Dine Ranger, farewell, Three Stooges! Nyak, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, the, oh, I'm pretty sure, sorry, but at least at one point they were like watching an old episode of Rescue Rangers and he was like the villain in that episode. Uh, and probably also a bunch of other little side characters like anyway. That, yeah,
0: maybe like that evil gangster cat.
2: Yes, I think it was that gangster. evil gangster cat.
1: Oh. Sorry. Anyway, uh, the, the comic relief... General Kamikaze, telephone teacher, and President Gravestone are back messing around with the Blue Ranger while he's riding a bike and challenge him to fights. They've been training in secrets. Gravestone challenges the sumo and, and loses. The <laughs> telephone challenges him to, I guess, wrestling. She sets up a wrestling ring made out of telephone cords because, you know, they still had cords back then in the 90s, 80s? No, whatever. And she's cutie pink and manages to beat him in the wrestling match by throwing telephones at him and bouncing him into the exploding ring ropes. So she wins that. And then Kamikaze wants a third match and challenges him to a bike race. Well, motorcycle race. <laughs> at, at 2 p.m. or whatever, and then the the goons just... They leave the Stooges. And then the Blue Ranger's talking to the other Ranger's like, oh, those idiots are back. Oh, sure, we'll help you with this race. And he's like, nah, I'm, I'm not going to go to it. Are you really? Are you? And the Pink Ranger's questioning him in the parking lot after they were eating. He's like, really? You're going to go? No, I'm not, I'm not going to go. You're going to go on your own, aren't you? No, 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 no. And then he goes on his own. <laughs> <laughs> so and dresses up in like a white biker gang outfit with a long coat. You've seen Japanese biker gangs with long coats and gang outfit stuff. The greased up hair. So he's out there on a bike, and I I forgot that the Rangers actually have bikes, and yet the, they're riding the bikes in the ending theme song every episode. But somehow I forgot, like, oh, they have bikes because they haven't used them in episode in, like, 30 episodes.
2: Are <sighs> they, like, normal people bikes, or are they, like, Sentai bikes?
1: They're Sentai bikes. They got fancy animal okay. faces on the front of them, of course. And they're color-coordinated. Well, he rides there in a regular motorcycle that transforms into his Sentai bike,
2: and then now when he I gets wanna, hot, like, knocked
1: out, it, it okay. transforms it I think they use those
0: on the... Uh in the American version as well.
2: Yeah, probably. Now I want to know more about these motorcycles in general, just because I happen due to family connections to know too much about motorcycles. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, well then you should watch more *Common Rider*. Um, where was it? I should. Anyway, the, the the of course he goes to start the race against Kamikaze Motorcycle, and bombs are placed on their bikes. They will don't blow up their bikes they have to race from where they are and get to the, the end of the race of course but in the process pick up two keys to unlock the bomb and the third key there's only one of them at the, the finish line so one of you will blow up
2: <gasps> dun, dun, dun. so of course
1: the other two goons are cheating by explosions and things eventually the rangers show up to stop stop cheating in the race As they're going to the end of the race, the Zydos, the idiot of the Gorma trio, Cenobites, shows up, because he's apparently still in charge of these three idiots who were kicked out of the Gorma, but he's still in charge, whatever, they're, they're, they're failures. But he's there, and he tells- (laughs) They suck. The other two stooges, it's like, no, 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 the bomb is actually at the finish line. The bombs that are on the bikes, those are
2: fake. Whoever gets the finish line first blows up. So whoever wins is the real loser. Yes. Oh my goodness. Because I
1: know you idiots always fail. So I know he's going to lose this race. So the bomb is at the finish line because it's going to blow up the ranger. Oh no. That's clever. And yet kamikaze finds this out and is like fuck no I want to win I'm always losing I have a chance to win I'm actually winning he smacks the blue ranger in the face knocking him off his bike and then he's shocked oh my bike didn't blow up when I fell down oh I forgot to mention the, the original bombs are supposed to be oh if you fall down or your bike stops you die cause the bomb will go off but then it doesn't go off. And then the Blue Ranger's like, wait, what? Oh, no. But Kamikaze's still winning and driving to the finish line. And Zydos jumps in front of him to stop him from blowing up. And then the other two stooges show up to stop him from crossing the finish line. And he does. And they all blow up. Oh. End of episode. No, not actually end of episode. <laughs> but that would have been a funny place to end it. But the Stooges have exploded. Zydos gets tossed aside, because he's at least a general, so he's stronger. But he also has... Well, when they grow giant, they have this little bomb they throw down, and they grow big. So he grows big. So you have this guy in, in like, leather cenobite bondage gear fighting the giant robots. But the giant robots all combine and get on top of their giant turtle zord... That flies up in the sky, falls down, and flattens him. Literally, they have a 2D like, cardboard cutout of him that's flat. That's under oh. the turtle. And it just flaps away. I'll see you another day. It's such a stupid gag, but I love it. <sighs> anyway, like as that happens, it, uh, I I think okay. The episode's got and again no what hasn't? Blue Ranger is in his in his. Oh, we see another Ranger apartment. He's in his house and he gets mail. <coughs> secret mail that surprise. It's from the Three Stooges. They, they sent him a little package, surprise. Like, a little <laughs> biker flag with they wrote comments on it, and then they call him on the phone because one of them is is a telephone, so they can always call anywhere. And they're they're covered in bandages, and they're like, "No, we're we're going to retire this this um, yeah, we're going to turn over a new leaf," which I think they said last time too. It's like we're going to go off into the sunset because we're Team Rocket of this show, blasting off again. <laughs> and oh, this episode is so wonderful and stupid. It's
2: perfect. <laughs> it's So good and dumb.
1: I I think it's the last of the Stooges episodes, maybe. huh Because they've been blown up like four times already.
2: Mm, just keep putting them back together.
1: <laughs> yes, they cannot die. They're too stupid. Ah, <laughs> uh, so that was fun. Two good episodes. Two different shows in a row. Okay.
0: All right, so... So that is it for us for this week. But you can find us all over the internet. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, and we have a Patreon.
2: Yes, we are hosted on IaconUnderground.net, where we have a Patreon set up to help with hosting and other expenses. That is at Patreon.com slash IaconUnderground for the month of June, uh, in honor of one of my favorite things in the world, which is something that was previously unavailable uh, for decades suddenly becoming available again. Uh, we are watching one of the second season episodes of the Hanna-Barbera Godzilla cartoon with Godzuki. Curse
0: you, Godzuki.
2: It was definitely fun. I don't know if I'd want to watch the whole series except in like, you know, what, it, it's not bingeable.
0: <laughs> no, you'd go insane
2: it's It's definitely a lot of a lot of fun to uh, listen to us talking about big inhumanoids humanoids energy and I'm sure it was in reverse uh, <laughs> but uh, big in humanoids energy that was uh, for for July we will and possibly August uh, we will be discussing at length uh, Dr. Strange and the Multiverse of madness now that that yes. will be digitally available. Uh, so for as little as a dollar a month, you can listen to our Patreon specials. Uh, also I wanted to mention, uh, related to things being online, uh, but not our Patreon specifically, though that is at patreon.com slash icon underground. Uh, the Pluto TV Transformers channel is now yes. live. Uh, and as of, I would say, I would guess it was probably like live as of the day that we're recording this, uh, because I have had it running in the background for the last couple hours we've been recording. Uh, there was, uh, an early episode of this Robots in Disguise, uh, not the previous one. Uh, the one with, and now I'm blanking out on his name again, the one who's all the bugs.
0: Oh, uh, Mm Chop Shop.
2: Chop Chop. Uh, There was the episode with Chop Chop, uh, and then after that was an early first season Cyberverse couple of episodes. Uh, And now they have moved on to the first episode of Transformers Animated. Uh, Mm. So that's going to be, apparently they're just shuffling things all over the place. Uh, There'd been, I know, talk about how their Star Trek channel is pretty much just the next generation uh but uh the ads that they're showing saying hey this is the transformers channel this is what we're doing uh they show stuff uh excluding robots in disguise 2001 uh but going all the way back to beast machines Ooh. but not beast wars Oh, That's weird. So they've got clips from Cyberverse, they've got clips from uh, Robots in Disguise 2015, they've got clips from Prime, uh, they've got clips from Animated, uh, they've got clips from Armada, uh, and then they have uh, clips from Beast Machines, uh, and that's it go home
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and just stop there. Uh, I did go to their site and do a search for what they've got listed for on demand. Uh, and they've got cyberverse uh, and then they've got all of animated though. The drop down says season one, but they've just got them all sorted as season one. Uh, they've got all of G one on there. So presumably G one might be, I mean, I'll probably have this on in the background intermittently for the next week or two just to see what pops up. Mm. Uh, but they do have G1 available uh, on demand uh, through Rebirth. Uh, and then they also have Dark of the Moon. Just, you know. Just Dark, dark of, of the Moon. moon. <laughs> just oh. Dark of the Moon. <laughs> None of the other movies. Just right in the middle there. Just you, Dark it, of the Moon. It feel
0: like a Transformers movie, but you really only feel like the one with uh, Patrick Dempsey in it. <laughs> And I hasten to add uh, John Malkovich and Francis McDormand.
2: Ah uh, man. I hope they had fun.
0: And Ken Jeong, who gets killed by Laserbeak.
2: Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> if you want to see Ken Jeong get killed by Laserbeak, there you go. My favorite
1: Ken Jeong role. <laughs> no, that's a lie. That'd be and,
0: and then for Laserbeak, to sort of taunt him beforehand? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, Jerry, you were my favorite. <laughs> Laserbeak kind of rolls in that movie.
1: Yeah, like, did, does he get killed in that
2: movie? I'm surprised he doesn't show up later.
0: I'm reasonably <laughs> sure he gets killed in that movie.
2: Uh, yeah, kind of probably. So, I assume that anyone listening to our podcast is interested in revisiting old Transformers series. Uh, so, uh, it's a, a free, ad-supported streaming service. Uh it's set up sort of like cable in the sense that it's just... Pre programmed, which I personally like because as a person with ADHD, I often do not like having to make decisions uh so I like it just being something I can turn on and decisions oh, are happening goody Discord for me crashed uh, so I don't have to say hey do I want to watch animated do I want to watch prime here it is uh, but then they also have the on-demand selections so yeah that's a good way for this stuff to be available to people to watch again I think we lost David
0: oh did we oh dear <laughs>
2: I heard Discord's little disconnecting sound.
0: Oh, dear. Yes, he's not showing up in the voice thing. Is he in the... Channel? Okay, well, I guess we were pretty much done here.
2: Yeah, so, the uh, kitten situation here is getting a little out of hand, as you might notice from the, the background. noise.
0: <laughs> Thankfully, I just have a dog's... There there he is. Do, we, oh, have there a, he is. do okay. we have a
2: David back? We have a David back.
0: Okay. Hello, David. Hello. Hello.
1: Yeah, every once in a while, Discord crashes like... it. Overexceeds the RAM it's allowed and just shuts down.
2: Oh, that's that's rough.
1: Nah, it's fine. It, it, usually it waits until after we're done recording. Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, finish the episode because we're, we're done. All right. Yeah. So
0: so that does it for us this week. We will be back next week when we get into some mighty big trouble.
1: Mighty is- big trouble in Little Iacon?
0: uh well, we get into the third uh or we get so we get into the second half of this mini season which means stuff is going to get real.
2: Oh, oh right. Things are going to happen.
1: The season's only 6 episodes over so it's already half over.
0: That's right. and yeah. we are going to find out who our mysterious villainous mastermind is.
2: Uh I want to know. Actually, uh, just just a warning. Uh, if you look at Tri- Shot's, uh wiki page, you will get spoiled. So yeah, if, if In fact, if you look at the page spo- for this anyway.
0: episode, you get spoiled.
2: You get spoiled. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Like, this episode,
1: it does not name the, the Decepticon that shows up in this episode, but does spoil the guy he's working for. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, granted, it does list all the characters in the characters section, and I think they're all listed in the
0: credits as well. Yeah, and also I think well, this character had just had a new toy out. Well, yes, we knew they were coming, but. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So until next time, I'm Rob.
2: I'm Jen. And
1: I'm David, and wondering where that toy is now. It must be in the box behind me.